Thank you very much, Matt. We love playing hide and go seek here. So I just got one up on Matt. So we'll see how we go in the week around the office, I think. Great to have you at the service tonight. If you haven't been along uh, to Bridgie before, I wanted to say a massive welcome to you. It's really great to have you. And if you're watching online and you haven't tuned in before, it's also great to have you. Um, We are doing a little series at the moment in uh, the book of Titus. It's a letter that Paul wrote to a church um, in Crete. And, um, and as we're looking at this at the moment, we, we've gotten up to uh, chapter two. Um, so we're looking at that together. And, um, and as, we, as we look at this, I was reminded as I was looking at the passage of different people in my life uh, that have had a real impact, that have had an impact on my life and that I've really looked up to. And I, I've shared this before in some of my sermons, but uh, I love a bit of reflection. Uh, I love uh, sitting back and uh, thinking some deep thoughts. And, um, and, and what I want to do right now is encourage you, actually. I'm going to give you a few seconds to reflect. And I want you to just think about right now some people in your own personal life that have had a real impact on you. Um, and, and if you're a Christian here tonight, um, I, I want you to think about someone that has had a real impact on your faith, uh, whether that's older, whether that's younger, um, same age, whoever that is, I just want you to have a think about that. As I was thinking about it, um, it was interesting. I sort of, um, there, there's probably many reasons why I look up to uh, the people that I, that I have in my life and I continue to, but I kind of put it into three little uh, reasons as I kind of looked at it um, for why I have looked up to them. And one of the things um, that I think has made such an impact on me in my faith in, in following Jesus Christ and having Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour the people that have modelled that, one of the biggest things is they, um, they have lived that out consistently. I've seen that over time they have lived that out. And that, to me, is something that's very, very impactful to see that, the consistency of their faith. The, the second thing um, is, uh, and, and thinking through some of the different people, one of the, one of the things that really, um, I think, made a real impact was, um, especially someone in mind, um, is seeing them in all areas of their life. So um, seeing them at church, uh, seeing them with, with different people around church, and then, um, then actually seeing them in their home, and then holidaying with that person. And then also working with that person and realising, wow, this person is consistent. I see, and, and I know, and they would be the first to say it, that when I look at them, I think God is real. You know, the, the Holy Spirit lives in this person. And, and the last thing was, is, and, and from reading the passage that I'm just about to read to you, um, this is what made me start thinking about this. I, I can't say I would have articulated this before, but something that's super impactful is the fact of how this person interacts with all generations. Whether someone that is very young or someone that's very old or in between, the way they, re, they um, interact with all generations, for me, was like, wow, that is amazing. That is really, um, that really stands out. 
And as we look to the Scripture tonight and, and, and read what Paul is telling Titus, the pastor of this church, of this community, he's actually telling the community um, how, how they should live and how they should interact with one another and interact with all generations. And so as we look to that now, um, I want to read that. So it's in Titus 2 and it's verse 1 to 10. And before I read it, I, I want to say this. Every single person in the room tonight, this applies to. And, and, and that's always the Word of God. But Paul makes it even more clear. Every single person of all ages. Because what's really interesting is he, he talks about things for the older men, and then he talks about it for the older women, and then he says to the younger men, and then to the younger women. And believe it or not, this took me a fair bit to think about, Okay. But did you know that no matter how old you are in the room, there are people that are older than you? Pretty crazy. And believe it or not, no matter how old you are, there are people younger than you. So when we read this, you will realise that all the things that Paul writes out for people actually is applicable, all of it is applicable to us. And, and, and what I want to make clear as well is what, how Paul is calling us to live is actually who Jesus Christ is. And, and, and we read that and we see that, that this is who Jesus is. So let me read it to you now. Titus chapter 2, 1 to 10. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honours God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes and to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands." then they will not bring shame on the Word of God. In the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely. And you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and the seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticised. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Slaves must all, always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back or steal. They must show themselves to be entirely trustworthy and good. Then they will make the teaching about our God, our Saviour, attractive in every way. So that is the Word of God for us tonight. That is uh, what God calls us to do. That is how God calls us to live. And um, I think Jesus summarises it really well. And I just want to share Jesus' words. We read this in um, the Gospel of John in chapter 13, verse 34. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Jesus makes it pretty clear that if we as Christians love one another, and, and that's everyone, all generations, if we love each other well, 
the people around us, non-Christians or Christians, will see that and they will think, man, that person stands out like a sore thumb. Like they will see this is so obvious. This is so obvious that there has to be something different about them. And that is the way we want to live so that people see the difference and they too want to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. So as we look in there and we, we see that um, Jesus says that we are to love one another and, and we're, talk, we're looking at how Paul calls us to live and, and, and to interact with one another of all generations. I think about well, what does it look like to love one another? I think it's, a, it's obviously a whole range of things, but just a few things that came to mind. It, it's, it's serving one another. It's helping. It's discipling. It's mentoring. It's pastoring. It's sharing. And as I said, um, Paul, Paul speaks to, you know, you see the, the different sections there, but I, I can't make it any more clear that th- this word is for all of us. Um, each, each part, each section, that applies to every single one of us, the things that he's calling to, the things that he's calling us to. But he starts off and he's talking about the older men. And he says, uh, I'm not going to go through all the little things that he says. I don't have time for that, but I, I'm going to pull up some key things. And he says, older men need to be filled with love and patient. And I find it quite interesting. I, I, I'm personally, um, I don't think, I, I'm, I'm not an old man just yet. Uh, I've, I've turned 23. I'm the oldest I've ever been. Um, but, but, but I'm not too old yet. Um, and, and word on the street is, as you get older, um, maybe this is talking to men. I'm just saying what this is saying. Maybe as you get older, maybe your patience decreases. Um, that, that could happen. I'm not saying it does, but maybe, it, maybe it's a thing that happens. And so Paul is saying here, you need to be filled with love and be patient. I love it how clear it is. But... As I said, I think every single one of us in the room could relate and, and admit that we all need to be patient and we need God's help with that. But as I was thinking about this, of, of uh, different people in my own life that are older than me, uh, I was thinking about different moments that I have found myself just very recently in moments of distress, of moments of uh, maybe a bit of panic or a bit of the unknown. And I was reflecting on Who are the people that I have gone to? Who are the people that I pick up the phone straight away and call? And and as I reflected, I I thought, man, all of those people are filled with love and are very, very patient. And I knew that when I called them, they were going to be patient. And, and just recently, I, uh, I was house-sitting and, and something happened to the mower. And it was a very expensive mower. And the owners were just about to get home from their beautiful holiday. And there I am with this mower, a ride-on, beautiful thing, and I had no clue how to fix this thing. And so I made some phone calls, and, and, and I was very, very concerned what I'd done. But who did I call? I called people that were going to be very patient with me. And they were extremely, even as I was describing what had happened, they they had, yeah, I think they needed a greater description. I had no idea what all the different elements were, but they were very, very kind and they were filled with love. And I think we could relate in areas of our life where we go, yeah, that's true. They're the people that I reach out to. And just, just actually this week, 
in, in my own personal life, I had, uh, I had written my sermon for tonight. I was ready to go. I'd, I'd written it in the week and it was, it was done Friday lunchtime. And, but I didn't feel exactly comfortable with it. Like I just knew it wasn't quite right. So I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go to Nath and I'll just read my message to him. Because Nath, I'm not saying he is old, but he is older. He is older than me. He said he's old. Okay, he said it, not me. So he's older than me. So I, so I went to him for advice. And, um, and it was very interesting because in a very, very loving, gentle way, Nay said to me, um, oh, I don't know uh, if your sermon is actually what the Bible passage is saying. Um, so uh, very, very nicely. Um, and, and somehow by the end of the conversation, it was our decision to rewrite it, to start again. Just copy it all, select all, move it on, and just start a new sermon. But you know what? I was so thankful that that happened on Friday at lunchtime with Nath, just Nath and I in the office, rather than tonight in front of you all. <laughs> like, how much better is that? I am very thankful. And, and as I reflected on that, I, I, I did. I genuinely needed wisdom. I, I needed advice. I actually needed to be corrected. Um, but Nath did that in such a loving, patient way and, and sat with me and helped me understand the Scripture. And, and I really, really want to encourage. And, and, and the thing is, we are all older than someone. We are all older than people and we want to be full of love and full of patience. And I do want to say to younger people, but this applies to us all, we also need to have a humble heart to be willing to ask for advice. And, and I do say that when, when people are full of love and are patient, it does make it a lot easier to approach them because you feel safe and you feel comfortable. But it's a two-way thing. For all of us, we need to have a humble heart to learn, but then we need, to have a, we, we need to ask God for patience and love as we also teach and, and give advice and correct in a very loving way. So it goes on to talk uh, to the older women, and there's, there's a range of things that he goes through. And, um, and wh- one of the things that I want to focus on is Paul says, to not slander others, not to speak poorly about other people, to not gossip. And this is a really big one. And we know this is for every single one of us. And you know what it's like when you're talking to someone and you hear the way that they talk about others. When you're talking to someone and they just speak highly of people. They, they actually speak of the best of people. You know what actually happens? Not only does that teach you, the one hearing that, not only does that teach you how you should think and speak of others, but it also means that you trust that person, that you feel that you can actually open up, you can be vulnerable, and you can share with that person because you know how they speak of other people. And you know that if you open up and if you share with them, you know that you can trust them. And that's for every single one of us in the room. 
And, and the amazing part is when we, when we ask for God's strength and, and God leads us in this, it is such an opportunity to be able to love and serve the people younger, older, or our same age when, when we can not slander and gossip about people. And, and, and there are times where we go to gossip because we just can't think of conversation. We're like, I don't know what to talk about. I'll just pay someone out or I'll just bring something up. But it's in those times that we just ask for God's strength to help us because it does impact people. It does. It influences people. So it's saying older women, but it's for all of us. Let us speak so highly of one another. Let us encourage. And as I was thinking about this in my own life, about gossiping and slandering, there are times in my own life, sadly, where I don't speak highly of people. And you know what? It is quite stressful for me, and I don't know if anyone else can relate, but it's stressful for me to think, oh, I so hope this doesn't get back to this person. And God is calling us to a greater life than that. And when we are speaking highly of people, you know what? We are not afraid if that gets back to the person. That takes the stress out. It's not stressful if you're speaking highly of someone and through the grapevine it gets back to them, awesome. They're encouraged. And this is the life that God is calling us to. And this is for every single one of us. And now we come to younger men and younger women. And, and, and this actually relates to every single one of us. But as I, as I share this, I really, really wanna encourage the kids, the youth, and the young adults when we, when we go to read this part. Because I think one of the biggest lies that is actually from Satan is that... Uh, you think when I'm older and, and maybe when I have kids or I'm in a position of leadership at work or something like that, I'll probably take life a bit more seriously or then I have responsibility and then I have influence and that's when I'll probably start living the life that I think I should. And it's just waiting until then. And I honestly think that is one of the greatest lies. So this word for the younger men and the younger women, that is for, there is no one too young for that. That is what I'm saying. And, and Paul, which is God speaking through Paul, calls the younger men and women to live wisely and to live pure. And as I was thinking about it in my own life and, and the people around us, for, for the kids, for the youth and the young adults that are listening right now, not, not, in, a, not in a way to scare you, but you have no idea the influence that you have. You actually have no idea how many people are watching you, watching the way that you live your life and then learning from you. It's, it's crazy. People that are younger than you, people that are your same age, and even people older than you. And as I reflected, I was, I was thinking about this morning. It was an amazing testimony. And, and, and you can go and, and listen to that. But that was in our morning service, but it was incredible to hear. And this is, this is what I was just so reminded of, is the impact that in, in all areas of our life, that all different ages can impact each other. And we were um, hearing the testimony this morning, and it was just incredible to hear a younger brother speak of the impact that his older brother had on him. And what I want to remind you is, like, 
even if you're here and you're in grade three, your grade one brother or sister, you have no idea. Well, you probably do actually, because they're probably trying to copy you and everything, because that's what happens. But they are watching you and they want to be like you. The, the, the impact that you have, and that is for all ages, is amazing. And I really want to encourage you. Like, they are watching, and I know, I know what I was like with my older brother. And my older brother went through many, many years of, of really bad illness and many injuries and many hardships. And I can say I watched him so closely every single time for how he was going to respond. And every time he looked to God and followed Jesus and was thankful. And I can say in my own faith, that was one of the biggest things that made me, I was just watching him so closely. And any, every time something would happen, I'd think, what, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? And he just kept following God. And that was the greatest example to me. I think about that as well. I, part of my role here is looking after the kids ministry. And, and we have youth um, that are leaders uh, for, for the kids. And, um, and, and it is incredible how much the kids look up to the youth. And, and there might be kids that are in a whole range from kindy to grade six, and they're sitting there with maybe a 14-year-old, 13-year-old, 16-year-old, and the way they are just sitting there ready to learn, and they watch these youth so closely and just take in everything they say. So I want to encourage you tonight, not, not in a scary way, but the people around you, are looking at the way you live your life. They're looking at the things you listen to, the things you watch, the clothes you wear, the way you spend your money, the things you do with your time. And what I wanna encourage you is when you realise this, and it's a truth, this isn't an exaggeration, this is truth. When you realise that you have the opportunity to influence people to know Jesus Christ or influence people to a life without God of, of sin, man, isn't that exciting? That you can live your life that influences people to love Jesus Christ. And the final little part of, of the passage talks about, um, is talking about uh, the slaves in that time. And, and as we actually look at that passage and understand it more and, and, and apply it to our context now, that we could relate that to, to us in the workplace, us um, submitting to authority in, in, in our bosses and management and everything like that. And, and the way he describes that we, that we are to act, to not talk back, to, to be honest, to not steal, to not, but to be trustworthy. And I really, really wanted to say this as well. Um, for, for those who have um, apprentices, that they are training up. I want to say, um, please shine the example of who Jesus Christ is and, and change the culture of that. Many people share of, of stories of as the apprentice, and this is in all areas of, of work, as the apprentice of how they were treated and, and just the culture around that. But do it in a way, if you are training someone younger or, or someone that is older than you that you are training in your position, do it in a way that honours God. 
And, and that doesn't mean, you know, there's gonna be times where you have to correct them, that you have to, but, but do it in a way that shows love and respect. And that will be the greatest testimony. I think about on the job site. If you are doing that in a way that honours God, that will stand out so clearly. The way that you speak and interact with others. So as we come to the end of the sermon, and, and, and I also wanted to say this, that as we're looking about how we interact with all generations and, 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 and realise that we, we have an impact, the way that we are living our life and we have an influence um, I also wanted to say that we often say that, you know, we want people to talk the talk and also walk the walk. But there are some people that are, that are very honest and open and say, at the end of the day, I'm not really living a great life. So I'm probably not going to be influencing too many people. So I'm not really going to be given much advice. I'm just going to sit back. But what I really want to call you to is the, the only thing that is good in us is God. And that's the Spirit. And that is the Holy Spirit. And so that means that that is available for every single person. So I'm sorry, but you don't have a way out of that. It, that is applicable to every person. So when we come to Jesus Christ and ask Him to be our Lord and Saviour and ask the Spirit to lead us and guide us in everything, we all have the opportunity to live this life that Paul is calling us to. Only, only because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. So this is for every single one of us in the room. So I encourage you. And, and, and I think one of the things I was thinking about is sometimes we can think, you know, you might hear this word tonight and you think, you know, that is true. But there's still just little areas of your life where you think, oh yeah, but this doesn't really matter. No one really sees this. This doesn't really matter. This, and can I say, it does. Sometimes it's in the smallest things we see how people follow Jesus that can be the most impactful. And so let's, let's surrender every part of our life and actually be excited, be excited for how you can influence people, younger, same age and older, of how you can influence them to know and love Jesus Christ. So I'm gonna pray and then, and then what we're actually gonna do is I thought it'd be really cool to um, have, have a, um, a, a little time where we pray over each other as just two different generations um, it'll be a really powerful time and, um, and we're going to do that. But I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to pray for us first. Dearly Father, I want to thank you so much for your word. I want to thank you that there is a life that you call us to. And I want to thank you, Jesus Christ, you are the way, the truth and the life. And you are the only reason that we can live in this way. And I pray every single person in the room that we would live a life that influences people to love Jesus Christ. I pray that every single person in this room, no one is too young and no one is too old. And, and how amazing is that? God, you love us and you wanna shine through us in your holy and your precious name, amen. So what I'm gonna do is um, I'd love um, to invite Peter up and, and I wanna invite Lauren up too. Um, and, and I'm gonna get them to just pray over the two different generations. Um, so if you want to come up, that would be great. Come up now. And, and because what we are really, really blessed with at this church is actually having all generations. Like this is amazing. And, and we really, really want to encourage and spur one another on. And, and, and we wanna be learning like we've got all ages at this church, which is so beautiful. And that is the body. That's the family of believers. So we wanna be learning from all the people around us. So 
if you are between 40 and zero, I'd love you to stand up on your feet. Amazing. Don't worry, no one's looking around to say, whoa, who, whoa, I did not know that. Don't worry, that's not the purpose. I brought it up, now you're doing it, sorry. But I thought it would be amazing to have Pete. I think Pete's older than 40. So I, I th- I'm gonna get Pete to pray over the younger generation now. Well, Lord, um, sometimes I really don't know what to pray sometimes, Lord, but I just, I just pray, Holy Spirit, over every one of these lives that are standing. Wow, wow. God. To spend a life for Jesus, influencing our world who so desperately needs Him. That's why I pray. Men and women full of faith, trust in You. People of integrity, humility of heart, people who don't slander and gossip, all those things that we've heard of tonight, Lord. Wow. Imagine the imagine this number of people alone, God, influencing our city, our state, our nation, being men and women of God, loving you. And so, Lord, I want to pray for these folks, wherever they may be on the journey of life, Lord. Some might never even have come into your kingdom. I pray they'd come in soon, Lord. I pray real soon for them. Just begin the journey, Lord, of of honouring you, loving and serving you. For those that have been, Lord, doing that with their lives, well, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, power of the Holy Spirit to rest on them in power and might, great power and might. So for all the things, Lord, that you have planned for these lives, Lord, on planet Earth, in this short journey, Lord, they won't be long before they're my age, Lord, but, but you've got plans and purposes for them. So if you're standing there and you know Jesus, you just want to put your hands out in front of you. I just want to pray blessing over you. I do, yeah. Yeah, to receive tonight. Because um, Lauren said it so beautifully. It was that moment of full surrender to Jesus Christ. You did beautiful things, Lord. We saw it. On a journey, parents have been such a beautiful influence, Lord. But, oh, God, here tonight, full surrender of these ones, we pray, to serve Jesus with their lives. Oh, God. God Almighty, pour your spirit out, Lord, we pray. Oh, God. And so we thank you for what you're going to do, Lord, in these lives. What a joy it is, Lord, for me to be here tonight, actually, amongst this group of people. The church is beautiful, Lord. It's wonderful. Your word of God's wonderful. It speaks to all of us, Lord. But there's places for everybody in the church of Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter. It's one of the rare places where generations share together and are blessed. Well, thank you, great God. You are mighty, so mighty. And I want to thank you for my sister that was baptized tonight and my brother this morning, Elijah. Wow, have they pumped my heart up tonight. Wow. And we encourage one another in the faith of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, great God. Hallelujah. Oh, we pray for much, much more, Lord. We do. Because you're such a good, good God. We've heard it tonight. You're full of goodness and love. And we thank you for everyone who's standing here tonight. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray blessing the goodness of God to flood and fill your life in Jesus' name. His mighty name. Amen. Amen. You guys can take a seat. Now, if you are 40 or older, can you please stand to your feet?
And we just thought it'd be awesome to have Lauren pray for you, um, being baptised and, and sharing a testimony and just amazing. And, and I think the beautiful part is, I know that all ages we were impacted by that. So I just thought it'd be awesome right now uh, to have Lauren pray over, uh, not old, but the older generation. Just very careful with that one. Father, I just, we come to you now and um, we thank you for your word tonight to each and every one of us. And I just pray, Lord, thank you so much for the older generation and the blessing that they are to us. Thank you for the example that they give us, Lord, to follow you and um, just for their love and their patience with us as they guide us along the path of life as we're learning. And I pray that you would just feel each and every one of them, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. And I pray that you would um, just use the old generation, Lord, that they would be the light of the world and that they would just impact all those around them, Lord. I especially pray that they'd impact the younger generation tonight. And I pray that all glory would go to you, God, for that. And Lord, I just thank you so much for tonight. And I just pray that... um, Yeah, a blessing over the older generation. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you to you both. Appreciate that. I'd like everyone to stand up now. Uh, We are going to worship our great God together. And I just, as we were praying, I just really thought if if you wanted to come forward tonight and and just say, Jesus Christ, I want to follow you. I actually don't want my life to be about myself anymore. I, I, I want to live my life following you. And, and you being the Lord of my life and being able to just love and share you with the people around me. I just encourage you. Um, actually, I'm just going to pray right now. Um, I'm just going to give you that opportunity right now. If, if you wanted to right now in your heart, just say, God, I, I want to follow you. Jesus Christ, thank you for your forgiveness of sin. Thank you that you love me. And thank you that there is a new life on offer. I'll just give you a moment right now and you can just... You can just say that to God. You can just say in that as well, my life is not mine anymore, but I'm excited to follow you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for everyone in the room, and I pray that we'll worship you now, Lord. You are good. You are really good, and you're holy in your precious name. Amen. If you made that decision tonight, whether you're online or here tonight, um, and you'd like prayer, we'd love to pray for you. Uh, it's so important um, you know, that we support one another, as, as we sang. Um, so to feel free to come forward tonight. We'd love to pray for you. Um, and then also we have our prayer lounge at the back as well. If you'd like to um, receive prayer at the end, um, that would be great also. But let's worship our great God together. There is no shadow that has ever overcome your life. There is no rival that could ever stand against your mind. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won, you've already won. There is no campaign that is ever 
Felix, great having you with us tonight and uh, keep seeking God. Let's leave this place resigned unto Him, lifting our eyes to Him for the remainder of this week, well, for the rest of this week. Uh, Join with us for dinner if you're keen to hang around for that. Otherwise, we'll see you next Sunday for our Faith Stories Week. See you then.